Hello and welcome to the Addicted Austinite, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. This episode is a review of the novel Miss Austen by Jill Hornby and while I'm talking about it and reviewing it, we're going to be exploring the wider topic of how we remember Jane and why and celebrity culture. There are going to be spoilers inevitably so I don't mind if you want to wait to listen to this one until after you've read the book. But to start with I'm going to give you the blurb for the book so that if you haven't read it yet you know where we are and and what we're talking about today. 1840. 23 years after the death of her famous sister Jane, Cassandra Austen returns to the village of Kintbury and the home of her family's friends, the Fowls. She knows that, in some dusty corner of the sprawling vicarage, there is a cache of family letters containing secrets that must not be revealed. As Cassandra recalls her youth and her relationship with her brilliant yet complex sister, she pieces together buried truths about Jane's history and her own. And she faces a stark choice. Should she act to protect Jane's reputation? Or should she leave the contents of the letters to go unguarded into posterity? Okay, so now I'm going to do a simple, straightforward review just of it as a novel because my feelings about this book are rather complicated, so I'm going to try and break it down a little bit. It is a very enjoyable read. It's really well written, it's well paced, and the characters are really well created and brought to life. I do love the way that she describes Jane and Cassandra's relationship. There are real sort of Lizzie and Jane, Eleanor and Marianne undertones going on. And she's really brought these characters to life, brought these people to life. I absolutely hate Mary Lloyd now after reading this, for example. And at face value, I really enjoyed this novel. It's so well done that at times I forgot that the people in the story were actually real people. But once I remember that's where I encounter a little bit of trouble, though it isn't particularly the novel's fault. Recently, I've been caught in the throes of a big debate with myself about Jane Austen and about her legacy. Jane never put her name on her books while she was alive, and she let very few people know about her true vocation. There were people, of course, that did know because... Mostly, Henry just couldn't shut up about it. Um, But everything about Jane's behaviour suggests that she didn't want people knowing who she was and digging into her family and her life. However, we do know about her life and we do look at it. Henry, in particular, there were other Austins that were just as guilty, but Henry's a big part of this. And he went against her wishes before she'd even been dead a year. The end of 1817, when they published Northanger Abbey and Persuasion, he writes this biography of the author and names her as Jane Austen and describes a little bit about their home life. And even though he has gone directly against her wishes, 
I can't be completely cross with him for what he's done, but that feeling in itself concerns me about how I treat people. By my being interested in knowing about Jane's life, knowing who she is and exploring all of that, am I betraying her wishes? Because she clearly didn't want people to know. Like I said, it's really complicated and this book came at just the right time for me because that's what the whole book's about. This is the point. There was one speech that Cassandra gives in particular which stood out to me and I'm going to read it for you now. She's talking to her niece and she says, When your Aunt Jane was still with us and enjoying her little burst of success, There came a few vultures who liked to feed on any scraps of her life. Stories were not enough for them. They wanted the facts about her, and she was not minded to share them. As her novels live on, and I hope and believe they will do, there may be more in the future. We must be very mindful of what we leave out for them to pick on. Very mindful indeed. And here we really have the crux of this whole argument. Because on one hand, we've got Henry, who was telling all and sundry about who Jane is. And on the other hand, we've got Cassandra. We know that Cassandra burnt so many of Jane's letters. And at first, when I was first sort of learning about Jane and digging into her life, this really annoyed me because those letters that we don't have could have told us so much more about who Jane was and about her personality. The letters that we do have are but a fraction of the ones that she wrote and I was kind of cross with Cassandra for denying us that opportunity to understand Jane more. But whether Cassandra was working from Jane's own orders or under her own agenda, um, which is another hotly debated topic in the Jane Austen mystery. Cassandra's behaviour is actually more in keeping with Jane's own behaviour and her wishes about her anonymity. So now I'm sort of seeing it all a bit differently and it's really making me think about what it is about Jane Austen that's important to me and how we as a society react to famous people and the cult of celebrity was definitely something that Jane was aware of and that she interacted with. She was a very smart woman. She knew what being famous entailed. She knew the kind of public attention that writers would get. One of the biggest celebrities during the Regency era was Lord Byron. He was a poet rather than an author but she got to see that and she understood what it meant to put her work out into the world. And she also knew that people were going to want to know who she was. It was happening in her own lifetime. And that people were going to tell them. Henry, even while she was alive, Henry didn't shut up about her achievements. He was very proud of his sister, which we can't blame him for. Uh, But he would tell anybody that asked, basically. (laughs) Completely undermining the use of pseudonyms and the author that Jane was putting on her book. So maybe then we can excuse ourselves all these years later for digging into her life and knowing who she is because she would have known what was coming. 
if her books became really popular. Even if she doesn't like it, she knew it was going to be happening. So does that take away our guilt? And further to that, how should we feel about books like Miss Austen? Because as much as I loved it in the moment, and it is a wonderful novel, and I really enjoy the idea that Jane was drunk when she accepted Harris Big with her, despite all the good things, while I was reading it, there was this underlying discomfort, really, this little twinge of doubt and concern. It's the same kind of almost cringe I get when I come across fan fiction that's about the actors rather than the characters that they're portraying because these are real people. Do we have a right to fictionalise them, put words in their mouths and actions into their bodies? Do I have a right to invade that privacy and imagine what her life was like and what her family were like? One thing that really does endear Miss Austen to me is the sheer amount of research that Jill Hornby did. She hasn't just gone into this and put whatever she likes. She's read a lot of biographies and put so much work into it. But like I said, it really is a complex issue and I still don't know how to feel about it. I'm still processing it all. Am I overthinking this? Should I just be enjoying Jane Austen for what she is and not worrying about the privacy issues? Am I being naive for expecting people to give privacy to those who ask for it, even if they are famous? It raises a lot of questions. And to end this episode, I'm going to put it to you. And I'm going to give you two and a half questions to think about. Um, that I really want to know your thoughts on. So, number one, when somebody puts their work into the public sphere, even if it is under a pseudonym, do they automatically forfeit their right to privacy? Are we entitled to know every in and out of their life because they have put themselves in the public eye like this? And two... Can we still enjoy Jane's or or any other author's works without knowing their personal lives? There are ways that we can appreciate a novel that have nothing to do with the author. And are there any novels, this is the half a question, (laughs) are there any novels that you've read that would change meaning and change the way you look at them? if you didn't know who had written it or what they had been through. So please do let me know your thoughts about this. It is a debate that I really want to know how other people feel about this. It's a big issue and even if you disagree with some of my thinking, I would love to hear what you've got to say. The only thing I will say is please be nice about it. I know that the Jane Austen fandom usually is a safe place for people to express ideas and exchange them, but sometimes things can get a little heated. So just, you can disagree with somebody, but just be nice about it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Addicted Austenite. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please do like and subscribe and share it. I would be very grateful. I will see you next time for a new episode. And until then, happy reading.
your faithful servant.